Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome to these 20-somethings. My name is Melanie Rojas, and I am your host for this podcast. If this is your first time listening in, first of all, welcome. These 20-somethings is a podcast that entails all of the experiences and relatable topics that we all might be undergoing in our 20s or in this second decade. Nonetheless, welcome you guys to episode 3 of this podcast. If you have been listening in from the very first pilot episode of this podcast, then you will know how much has happened since I last sat down to record my last episode. My podcast is now available on various audio platforms, the biggest one being on Spotify. So if you're listening in via the Spotify app, hi! welcome again and i just want to thank you guys so so much from the very bottom of my heart you guys wouldn't believe how much saying that brings smiles to have the privilege of getting this audio blog of mine on a platform where so many content creators can express themselves is a very momentous occasion for me and Again, I just wanted to take this time to celebrate that and to send my deepest thank yous to each and every single one of you listening, not just on Spotify, but if you're hearing me on any other audio platform, Google Podcasts, still on Anchor, etc. Thank you guys so much. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about listening and not just the simple verb of listening, but the art form. I wanted to open up this topic by introducing the idea that there are definitely different forms of listening and I think I have a bit of experience with what that might look like, how that is manifested or performed by an individual. You know, if you look up on Google different forms of listening, you're probably going to get so many complex words of literally different types of listening. So, for example, I literally googled that right now, um, and according to changingminds.org, there's appreciative listening, sympathetic listening, empathetic listening, biased, critical, evaluative, comprehensive, pseudo, et- And when we see that on various websites or when we learn about it in maybe a psychology course or any communications course it almost raises a central question that is just how do people perceive listening how do people do it and what is it in the experience that I do have when it comes to listening, both in being listened to and being the one to listen. I think that I've been able to narrow it down to two different methods of listening. And it's very common, I feel, among a lot of people. But it would have to be listening to understand 
versus listening to reply. Now, I want to take a minute to just ponder on that a little bit. I think that, in a sense, both are fairly literal. When we listen to understand, I believe that it's it's very much you're there for that person that you are listening to and you're in observance, you are respecting everything that they're saying, you're reaffirming, almost summarizing what they're telling you. Of course, you're giving complete eye contact, body language is completely formal and it makes sense, it reassures the person. And listening to reply is the complete opposite, right? We're, we're a little bit distracted in what they're actually trying to tell us because the whole time that we're supposed to be listening, we're thinking in our heads, I know what I'm going to say after this. I know the advice that I'm going to give her. This happened to me. All of your thoughts, etc. They kind of just block out the initial need for the opposite party to just listen, to have someone listen. If I could put that concept into layman's terms, it would probably just be the difference between a productive form of communication and a counterproductive form of communication. I think that in my teens, I definitely always listened to reply I always felt compelled to respond to someone that was maybe venting to me or if my parents were talking to me, if I was at work, if I was in an interaction with just anybody, especially in nursing, I I only knew how to listen with a reply, right? Because sometimes I think as, as I continue to grow up and of course reach my early 20s there is a lot of maturity and beauty in someone that can reply and be comfortable in silence the idea of listening purely to comprehend and understand what the person is trying to tell you was something that in my teens i had no idea about i just didn't even think that that's how you listen, I always thought that, you know, I had to reply to every single thing that another person, another party was trying to tell me if I was involved in a conversation. I always felt like I had an opinion to give. I always felt like in some situations, my opinion was the only thing that mattered. I always felt like I was invalidating everything that the opposite person was trying to tell me. I didn't feel like I would reassure them at all. It was always somehow led back to what I was thinking and what and what I wanted to say. And it completely defeated the purpose of that person or that party coming to me in the first place, seeking to be understood. And so as we carry on with the rest of the points that I want to cover in this podcast episode, I wanted to address the fact that For me, at least, there has been a significant change in the way that I have perceived listening 
and I feel like if I could summarize what that change was between my teens and now being in my early 20s, I would have to be transitioning from listening to reply to mastering how to listen to understand. And of course, going all the way back to our initial question, how do people perceive listening? I also want to say that I feel like there's really virtually no correct answer to that. No matter what we hear or what advice we might be hearing from various media platforms or even from this podcast, this is something that I felt is my experience with listening. And it's almost like take from it what you will, but I just wanted to emphasize the fact that I I don't believe that there's one central answer in listening because the person that we might be listening to or the situation that we might want to be listened is varied. It definitely differs and sometimes we want to be listened to with replies and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just want someone to empathize and be there for us. So I just wanted to also make that justification. I think when I look back at my life for examples of people in my life that listened to me with the intent to reply, it would definitely have to be my experiences with past relationships. That's a big one. (laughs) But in all honesty, I feel like most of us can resonate with that. You know, there's a lot of reasons why our past relationships with significant others might not have worked out. And so when I bring up this example with past relationships, and quite honestly, when I say relationships, it's not always just significant others. I think of friends that I used to have that you know, we unfortunately are not friends to this day because they they listen to reply and their communication skills in that aspect is not something that benefits me. When I started college and got into dating for the first time, I was completely uneducated, unexperienced in the way that you communicate with a partner. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't really talk about when you have your first relationship, especially being as as young as, you know, starting college or for some of you that might be just out of- I think that some of you already understand what I'm discussing and so for the purpose of this example of listening to reply, I'm going to refer to this past experience with this boy we're gonna use the name bob that's just the most basic of names i hope that that's like the perfect john doe for this example (laughs) so in my relationship with bob i think that a lot of the reasons why it didn't work out again was with communication and There were so many arguments and times that we would talk about things that, in a sense, just kind of got nowhere. I think we all know what it's like to be in that situation where we attempt 
to address some things or we want to get things off of our chest and it's like the person we're coming to completely invalidate. I remember getting out of school one day and I just remember it being a really, really hard day at school. I, of course, felt obliged to come to my significant other and tell him, hey, like, I did not have a good day today, X, Y, and Z happened, and I was hurt, and it bothered me, it annoyed me, all of that. And I just remember him saying to me, well, you wouldn't believe the day at work that I had, or you wouldn't believe the day that I had. And I was just, I will never forget those moments when, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be listened to reply. I was coming to you as a really afflicted individual that just wanted to be listened to and to be comprehended. For me, it was in these multiple moments of invalidation and a lack of understanding from my partner that created a lot of insecurity on my part. It darkened my life. It injured who I was as a person. I think that it really dampened and in a sense, destroyed the confidence that I had or the trust that I had with that. I feel like now, looking back at that and how I communicated with Bob, that it definitely could have been solved. I think if I had just said something or addressed how I'd want to be listened to or how I needed that sense of understanding from a person you know if i had just addressed like hey i'm gonna tell you what happened and how much it hurt me today and i'm not really expecting advice i i want a couple of minutes to just be myself and express express who i am and all of the ins and outs of that i think if i had just stated that every time we would talk it would have presented a much more productive form of listening and communicating. I feel like people that listen to reply are always having the need to be heard or to be validated in their thoughts and in their opinions. And that's why I feel like a big part of communication in relationships has to do with listening to understand versus listening to I want to mention that listening to reply can also be a very beneficial aspect of communication, right? It depends on the person, again, the scenario, but I feel as though sometimes people are expecting a reply. They are expecting some form of advice or takeaway words. Sometimes people want to hear your opinion and they value that. Um, but I think that in this example that I bring to the table in that moment, I wasn't expecting a reply and I wasn't expecting to be invalidated and completely shut down. 
by my partner. Okay, now I want to get into an example of listening to understand, which I feel for me is the more productive end of the spectrum. It is the part of listening that can go a long way when it comes to communication and when it comes to understanding a person or understanding a situation. And the situation that I want to bring up is an event that actually took place during the middle of a school day. (laughs) I remember I was going to tutoring for one of my nursing classes and I loved this tutor in particular because one of her best traits was listening to me purely to comprehend and she was never quick to jump to replying. She was very, very careful and delicate when it came to giving me post-conversational points, if you will. I remember that on this day of tutoring, I had about three big exams all in one week, and I met with this tutor at like the beginning of every week, so it was my opportunity to kind of debrief, like, hey, these are the topics that I'm going to be learning this week, these are the topics that I still don't understand and I'm kind of still struggling with, and I'll never forget that like at the beginning of every tutoring session, that's exactly what we spent the first five to ten minutes doing. We were just talking about the week, either from the past or what's to come up, and it was really, really nice because it gave me the opportunity to vocalize what I was really, really struggling with and what I needed help with in specific for the previous or the current week. Now, on this specific Monday, I just remember feeling extremely overwhelmed. I do remember that it was fairly close to midterm season for that semester, and understandably so. I remember going into that tutoring session super stressed out. And so me being the best at suppressing my feelings and keeping everything to myself, I had a lot of stress build up that I never let out until I walked into that tutoring session and I specifically remember her asking me, why do you look so stressed? And maybe it was just the way that she said it, that it just sounded so genuine and very sincere. It was, it was almost as if she was really concerned for my mental health and how I was taking care of my stress or managing it, especially in that specific semester, which was known to be one of the hardest semesters of nursing school at this university. And you guys, believe me when I say that I had no words in me in that moment and the first thing that I did was just start crying. You know, thankfully it was a very intimate location so if I felt like crying it was definitely a safe space where I could do so and I remember before I even got a word out I gave myself permission to cry, to just sit there and 
be vulnerable and reveal how stressed I genuinely was because it was almost like the first time it felt like the first time ever somebody genuinely just asked me like how I was doing which you know some of you might know how how much that goes how how much that speaks to you it it can go a long way when we're just asking someone how have you been how are you simple questions like that shortly after i stopped crying you know i finally just laid it all out on the table for her and i explained like i don't know if i can do this you know when for those of you that might be listening in a very intense career path you'd know that when you get to those levels of high stress points you tend to reevaluate your career you're like i don't know if i can do this i don't know if this is for me and so i was in a sense spiraling when i was venting to my tutor and i just remember the entire time it was about 10 minutes already like our intro time that we typically allot for debrief at the beginning of the tutoring session i remember going over that i just remember the entire time she was patiently sitting there and affirming me she was really really good at giving me head nods and maintaining eye contact and using appropriate body language to just kind of communicate to me that she was truly hearing me and understanding every word that came out of my mouth it's funny because afterwards when i was done speaking about all of my trials and the things that i was going through in that week she was telling me like is that the first time that you've spoken about it and it was just like oh my gosh like she knew you know like that hearing that was was really insane to me at the time because you think that when you're on those levels of stress levels of high stress or really really low points in your life you think that no one notices you think that you know it's just part of life you tend to normalize how you're feeling and give yourself your own reasons to invalidate yourself and I just remember her bringing that to attention and how much that spoke for the type of person that she was because afterwards I don't even remember her giving me advice I think that she was just giving me words of empathy more than you know um any type of advice or any type of guidance on how I was feeling I think of course she was like it'll be better this is part of the journey you know everyone goes through it this semester etc but for the most part it was really just know that I'm here for you I feel your pain I've been there if I can do it you can too and so it was definitely more words along that path which really solidified her ability her ability to listen and understand I don't think that the entire time she interrupted me at all you know and if she did it would be like a right or yeah yeah like I I get it type of thing and it was just very affirming very um appreciated and mind you this example to give some context 
happened in my second year of college and I'm in my fourth year of college now or going on to my fourth and that would be the first time that I ever felt what it what it would be like when someone someone's aim to listen to you is not for advice it's it it wasn't manifested to me like that I think for me to see it firsthand that time and tutoring was definitely a life lesson that I don't even think she's probably gonna listen to this and she's gonna be like oh my gosh like I did that but I think that it definitely was a day where I became more mature especially when it came to communication because I finally understood what it felt like to be listened to you know and to be empathized in the way that I wanted to and it was a situation where both parties just kind of knew the type of communication that was needed and I didn't even have to tell her like I don't want advice she was just really really good at knowing that this is something that I went through and hey I get you I feel you it's gonna be okay and looking back at both of these examples of listening to reply versus listening to understand I really re-emphasize the point that I wouldn't trade any of those experiences for the world and it's crazy because in those moments in those individual moments I remember feeling like why am I going through this I absolutely hate it you know if all people why did it have to happen to me why couldn't this person be better for me and that's also another thing people you cannot change people and that's just period we have no control over how a person carries themselves and that is a hard pill that i had to swallow but it wasn't even just that it was just now that i'm in this current day it's like looking back it's i i really wouldn't trade any of that for anything because it was through those experiences that i understood the difference between listening to reply and listening to understand you know sometimes when people have that ability to listen and reply and are lacking the ability to listen to understand sometimes that's not even their fault sometimes it just requires a little bit of education and and letting them know like what you need out of that and what you need out of the, the conversation with that person or what you need out of the scenario again reiterating that case by case basis so on that note i think one of the last points that i wanted to talk about in this episode was the fact that listening really is almost an art form i think that when it comes to anything that is compared to art or is referred to as an art form it is basically translating to something that is a process and it's something that takes time to become a master at it takes time to develop that craft well and i feel like these examples and me talking about it today is such a valid testament to that statement you know i feel like now i'm still learning i'm still learning what listening is like for a variety of people in my life you know a lot of people still aren't the same and their views on how they want you to listen to them is is so different 
you know, I might have one idea of what listening is for me and how it might benefit me, but it might be different for someone else. And that's okay, you know? I think that listening is a communication skill that really requires both trial and error and practice. You know, it is a fundamental aspect of communication and without productive or successful listening skills, any form of communication can immediately become counterproductive and that is something that we don't want. So, to wrap up that point, I think that listening is something that we're all still kind of working at to this day. I feel like one person can never say, oh, I have communication down to a T or to a science because it's it's more of an art. Alright, so by no means do I deem myself as an expert on communication or listening, but some helpful tips that I wish I got when I was a little bit younger would have to be not being afraid to tell a person that you're not emotionally or I guess mentally available to listen to them. And what I mean by that is, you know, let's say a friend of mine asks me right now, like, hey, can you call? I have a lot of things I have to get off of my chest. You know, I had a hard day at work. I got into an argument with a relative or, you know, a significant other. And let's say I was not in the right mental space or I was low on my energy. You know, I learned to say to this friend, hey, I'm sorry you're going through that right now, but I I personally feel like I'm not ready to be fully present when you're talking to me and therefore my listening will be counterproductive so you have to be able to say no you know we that's something that i i wish i got as a piece of advice when i was younger it's just sometimes you're not emotionally ready to hear someone else's problems and that's okay right it is not on you no one is obligated to hold you accountable for what they're going through in life and I think that that's so important and I want that to be more emphasized in the culture that we're in. Other small tips that I found to be really helpful when it comes to listening to understand is again that reaffirmation so you know try summarizing like while someone is talking to me I will in the middle of that conversation kind of summarize what they've told me so far And I'll do that multiple times throughout the venting session or if someone's coming to me with anything that they need me to listen to. That's a really, really good way to A, show that you're paying attention and B, you know, it's a way to be empathetic. And so probably like summarizing or affirming and then not being afraid to ask questions like getting more details on their perspective and on what happened and really just getting a bird's eye view of the entire scenario versus you know just that one perspective you're hearing in that moment so yeah those are all of the topics or all of the points that i wanted to cover in today's episode 
but like my last episode, I actually wanted to end this one on a quote as well. I don't know yet if I want to make this a regular thing, but I've been coming across a lot of really positive and mindful and quotes that are just full of wisdom that I feel like are necessary for other people to hear. And so the quote that I have that's very, very relatable to this episode is a quote by Rachel Naomi Remen. Excuse me if by any chance this person hears this or anybody that knows this person if i butcher their name i apologize in advance but the quote says listen the most basic and powerful way to connect to another person is to listen just listen perhaps the most important thing we ever give each other is our attention a loving silence often has far more power to heal and to connect than the most well-intentioned words. I feel like that quote is amazing because it speaks for this entire episode and just kind of what listening is all about and how such an art form can be very, very powerful and beautiful in a sense. And that is it for today's episode. I just want to take this time again to say thank you to each and every single one of you who are tuning in, listening to me, listening to my voice on whatever device you are listening to me on. Even if you have listened to me for a couple minutes, if you've come this far, thank you so much. And as always, if you're not following me on my socials, I do have an Instagram. Um, It is at nurse mel spelled n-u-r-s-e-m-e-h-l-l go ahead and give your girl a follow follow me on my nursing journey and yeah thank you guys for tuning in and sticking with me still i love each and every one of you and i'm continuing to send all of you safety and positivity and love and all of the good things in the world until we talk again Have a good morning, day, or afternoon, wherever you may be, wherever you are on your way to, wherever you're chilling right now, etc. I'll talk to you guys in the next one.